something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Seventh Daughter contains scenes of realistic violence and graphic sexuality. It is intended for mature listeners. Have you come seeking knowledge? Do you wish to know the truth? Allow me to show you. Close your eyes and follow the sound of my voice. Allow it to lead you further into the past. When I remove my blindfold, you may look into my eyes. Don't just look at them, look through them and you will see what they have seen. And all my secrets will be revealed. The Seventh Daughter She was born, the seventh child of her mother, all of them girls. It was obvious that this child was special. 
No child's future ever seemed to shine so bright. She was given the finest education, but somehow possessed knowledge that even her tutors had not yet attained. She had an uncanny ability to commune with animals, and loved nothing more than to wander the shadows of the forest, or to pick among the stones of the village cemetery. Pandora wears a blindfold, not so she cannot see you, but because her eyes bear the imprint of that dreadful tragedy. She carries with her the gaze of Lucifer. To look deeply into Pandora's eyes is to see, reflected in their depths, the means of your own death. And for this reason is the band of white lace wrapped around her eyes. So, without further ado, allow me to present to you the youngest and most brilliant clairvoyant ever to call forth spirits from the veil of the beyond, the seventh daughter, Pandora. This evening, for your spiritual gratification, Pandora will offer a demonstration of her mental prowess. She will call down from the heavens or up from the abyss the wisdom of the spheres and will provide you with answers to the questions that have burdened you, no matter how serious and to prove that her wisdom is a gift from the spirits that dwell in the ether that surrounds us, she will provide these answers, specific detailed answers, without having been asked the question. Wait, how could I possibly do that? I invite those among you with a pressing spiritual need to write it on one of these slips of paper and seal it in the envelope. The ushers are moving among you to distribute them. We only ask that as a token of your sincerity, you enclose a single coin in the envelope with your question. Any coin will do, though no copper, please. It may be good for conducting electricity, but we found that the spirits traveled more effectively through precious metals. These envelopes will remain sealed in full view of the audience and will only be opened after she has answered the questions. I'm going to provide answers. That's right. Before I've read the questions. Yes, exactly. But... You'll read the questions and communicate to me. No. We'll use the alcohol trick. Swab it on the outside so the paper becomes transparent and I can read the card inside? No, Pearl. I don't see how I can do it then. Like all good duckerin, it is astonishingly simple. The secret is, the first question is a phony. But all the other questions are real. All it requires is the brief assistance of one stick in the audience. So... We now have a stack of envelopes. They are shuffled, and one is brought to you. You press it between your palms as if you're praying over it. Bow your head, close your eyes. Now, provide an answer. Wait, what answer? It doesn't matter. 
Just answer a question, any question. 27. So help me God, if you ever give an answer like that in front of a house... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just confused. I just... Okay. Answer. I call down the spirits of the heavens and ask them to make me a fount of wisdom to slake the thirst of your lonely souls. Nice. I feel the angels beginning to stir. I feel their breath upon my neck. I hear their whispers in my ear. What do they tell you, child? How... Howard... Howell... Mr. Howell... And what do the spirits wish to tell Mr. Howell? I am in a place of darkness. A tiny space. There is a shiny disc here. Thicker than a gold coin, but just as precious. The shiny round object is hanging from a gold chain. It is hidden inside a wall. In a kitchen. That is what Mr. Howell wishes to know. Then our stick stands up and says, My name's Howell. Mr. Howell, did you submit a card to Pandora? I did. Open the envelope, Pandora. Read the gentleman's question. Pandora, if you please, read the gentleman's question. The question on the card? But it's impossible. No, not the question on the card. I'm confused. You, you already made up an answer. Now make up the question. Where can I find my granddaddy Earl's pocket watch? Did you write that, Mr. Howell? I did. By God, I did. May I congratulate you on the recovery of your missing item? You may be seated. The stick sits down, and you go on to the next one. Now what do I do? For the duration of the evening, you provide answers, then questions, for as long as the coins keep arriving. So if we use the stick to put over the first question, where do I get the second question? You already know the second question. I do? You still haven't figured it out? No. You're holding it in your hand. The first question you received from the audience. When you pretended to read, where is my grandfather's pocket watch? What did that paper actually say? Oh, it said... It said, what is the capital of Wyoming? Signed, Thomas Underwood. So you throw that envelope away. Will the volunteer please place a new envelope in Pandora's hands? There you go. Hold it tightly, my dear. Concentrate, my child. Allow yourself to be a vessel for the spirits. And tell us, child, the answer to the question concealed in the envelope. Cheyenne. Cheyenne! So you understand now? You always answer the question that came before. But you pretend to be answering the one you've just received, but not yet opened. And it's the stick by taking credit for the first question that allows you to see the questions before you provide the answers. But what if we get a question that I can't answer? Find a way. Or don't want to answer. If you need help, speak to me in code. I'll try to respond. An envelope has been placed in your hand, Pandora. Reveal to us now the truth that someone is searching for. 
My vision is clouded. There is a darkening of the heavens that is my baby in heaven? So that the beacon of that's the question. Bow your heads and close your eyes, ladies and gentlemen, and let the prayers of this congregation always heaven, you know that. Quit stalling is shrouded. Oh, my dear child, there is no loss more painful than that of someone who has lost someone precious. Come along, dear. Allow the truth to reveal itself. There is, among you in the audience, one who is I searching think it's a fake. for an answer. To relieve Pandora from the disturbance in the ether, I suggest that we allow her to open this envelope and it's move a fake. on to... The question in this envelope is a hoax. It's quite all right, my dear. I'm sure they meant no harm. We can simply open another envelope. Someone among you feels that pretending to have lost a child is an amusing way of testing my abilities. Well, I'm afraid your test has failed, and I demand that you show yourself and face your shame. Or are you that much of a coward? Show yourself! Scoundrel! Coward! I'm no coward! Get him and off the stage! it is you, stage. not I, who is deceiving these fine people. Curtain! There will be no curtain, not until this fraud is exposed. If you're going to put on a show for these good citizens, you can do better than that. Give them a real show. Why don't you start by getting out of these? Don't you dare touch her! Let's see you get out of these, you little witch. The girl's not an escapist. No, and she's not a psychic either. You'll be given the key when you are willing to drop to your knees and beg for it and confess your sins. You see, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Hardeen. I have come here at the request of my brother, the great Houdini. at the Riverly Theatre on Saturday evening. It has been Houdini's personal crusade to rid the world of those who would betray the trust of good, honest Americans. Violinist! Oui, madame? G-sharp! Maintenant? Are you crazy? Do it, and hold it as long as you can. You'll know when to stop. Well, what do you have to say for yourself? Please, I, I didn't mean any harm. You little tart, deceiving good, honest people with your devilish tricks. Please, let me explain. I'm going to destroy you, tear you to ribbons. And everyone in this theater is going to watch. And when I'm finished, they'll applaud. But before you do, it's important that I show you something. When I take off my blindfold, you can look into my eyes and see that I'm telling the truth. Lucifer's gaze. You needn't be afraid. Afraid? Shh. Now you can look. Look closely. Don't look at my eyes. Look into my eyes. Look through them. Do you see it? See what? 
give it a moment. Pass through the brown eyes flecked with green. Look for a face reflected in the dark pool beneath. You see a face there, don't you? Is it my left eye or the right? You must concentrate to see it with both eyes. Whose face is that reflected in the pool? Is it the left or the right? The left or the right? You're sinking like a stone, asleep in the deep. The stone will slide through the depths until eventually it settles on the bottom. Tell me, Mr. Hardeen, will you do anything your brother, the common magician, tells you to do? If your brother, Houdini, told you to jump off a bridge, would you do it? No. A little louder, please. Would you do it? No. No, of course not. But what about me? If I told you to step off a bridge, would you do it? Leave your burden of disobedience behind, Hardeen. I command you now, rise up and walk. Start walking. That's it. Keep walking for the lights. Stop! That's it. Just like that. It's terrifying, isn't it? Standing on the ledge, looking out into all that darkness, the wind embracing your face. But the guilty must be punished, mustn't they? Yes. The water will be cold, Hardeen. Very cold. When you first penetrate the surface, it will push the breath from your lungs, and, unable to breathe, you'll sink. Sink like a stone. And no one, not even Big Brother, will be able to save you. Well, what are you waiting for? Goodbye. Mr. Hardeen, take these to the bottom with you. Many brave hearts are asleep in the Hardin. deep, so beware. Thank you.
America. We are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am the ferryman. In the shadows of the afterlife, the ferryman of souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? All I ask for in payment is a tale. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. All 12 episodes of The Passage are available now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. When the Taliban banned music in Afghanistan, millions were plunged into silence. Radios were smashed, cassettes burned. You could be beaten or jailed or killed for breaking the rules. And yet, Afghans did it anyway. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The danger they endured. They said, my head should be cut off. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star starting May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just lay her there. It's fine. She's fine. What's your step? Just overcome by the heat. Thank you. We're deeply grateful. What did you do out there? How did you know? You, You crucified that bastard right in front of everyone. I don't know. I just felt it. And... And then I knew if I could get him to focus on me. No. There must be an explanation. 
If it were someone else, maybe, but Houdini's own brother, no. I didn't know what else to do. Maybe he felt sorry for you. That must have been it. Uh, didn't realize how young you were until he got on stage and then he saw you, had a change of heart. That has to be it. I, I don't know. A man like that doesn't just lie down and allow himself to be publicly humiliated. No, they're up to something. Rose, I think it was me. What? You? I think I did it. Excuse me. Yes? My cart. My name is Freiherr Albert von Schrenk-Notzink. Perhaps you've heard of me? No, I'm sorry. But you'll have to excuse us. Pandora is under tremendous strain. I'm a physician. The girl's fine. Just overcome no, by No, you heat. see, I'm a physician engaged in psychical research. I assist certain prominent members of society in locating authentic mediums and spiritists. That is a very noble calling. I, I wish you every a success. A client of mine, a, a very important person, would be quite interested in engaging your... the girl, Pandora, for a private sitting. I'm sure of it. Oh, would he? Or... She? Well, uh, I'd rather not. Uh, she? I beg your pardon? Your client is a woman. Ah, oh, you see. The truth just flows through her. It's hard to believe, but Don't Pandora has ways of knowing word. without thinking. Has the girl ever performed a cabinet sitting? She has. But I no longer allow her to do so because of the extreme physical toll it takes on her. You see for yourself the price she pays with Money. her body and soul. Money. With every appearance. But she has performed the seance. Was it successful? Successful? The last time Pandora did a cabinet sitting, the clocks in the room chimed 13 and then suddenly stopped. The table rapped like a hammer, and teleplasm poured from every opening of her body like a fountain of life cascading down her body. Uh, how soon could she perform? I told you. She's, too weak. she's so weak, she shouldn't be performing here nightly. A person has to eat. We can't all sponge off of prominent members of society. As much as we'd like to help you with your, uh, research, we're in no position to donate our services. No matter how noble the cause, she has been probed by physicians and prayed over by ministers, and none of them can explain her gift. All they can do is acknowledge that they have never seen anyone quite like her. They are mystified. They don't know what to do. And what can we do? What can we do? We have no choice. I help the girl regain her strength. We trudge back to the theater and earn our crusts of bread. It wouldn't take long. It's a 20-minute cab ride from here. In the evening? We would have to cancel a performance. 
I can offer money, but you understand. If I pay you, then that reduces you to hired entertainers. Is there anything wrong with being an entertainer? And calls into question the integrity of the girl's motives. You see what I mean. That is quite a dilemma, isn't it? Well, we wish you all the best as you try to work that out. May I speak to her? I'm afraid not. But if I could just... It'll only take a moment. Well, you have my cart. Yes, I do. Thank you. The current is catching you. You feel it? Tugging at your legs, starting to pull you downstream. You can struggle against the current if you want, to buy a little time, but you'll exhaust yourself. You could try to swim for shore, get out of the water and swear never to get back in. Or, or, let the current carry you. Navigate the waters and prepare for the whirlpool that's waiting downstream. I didn't think it would happen so quickly. Neither did I. But you exceeded my expectations. It's time that we stop trying to find Corbeau. He'll soon find us. It's time to begin thinking about what we're going to do once we reach him. We? Me. You. No reason to be apprehensive. There are still things I have yet to teach you. I was told to come here. House don't open for another two hours, okay? I was given this card and asked to come here. I go around to the service entrance and ring the bell. Look at the card. Mr. Houdini himself go to the invited door, me. Ring the bell. Someone will see you up. No, thank no, you. Thank you. Look, lady, the lobby don't open till five. You want to get in? You go around back. It's not what you think. Please take this card and send my regrets oh, to the Christ gentleman. Sake. Wait there. All right, come on then. A visitor for Mr. Houdini? Send her in. Ah, hello, Mrs. Rose. Rose. Is that your first or last name? It's my professional name. Sort of like Houdini. Rose is Rose is Rose, then. I invited you here. May I get you anything? Tea? I'm fine, thank you. Is the girl with you? No. I try not to involve her in the business of our business. Wise. Very wise. Well... I wanted to speak to you for several reasons. First, to apologize for the way my brother interrupted your performance. Was he not acting under your instructions? Yes, but 
he can be a bit overzealous. I hope there are no hard feelings. Secondly, I wish to compliment you and the girl on the way you manage the situation. Marvelous. Truly. Most performers would have fled the stage, but she didn't. She stood up to him. When I perform my escapes, I have to be prepared for any eventuality, no matter how thoroughly I rehearse or train myself physically. Something can, and often will, go wrong. And when it does, I have to figure out a way to overcome it. There's no time to think. It has to be instinctual. If that instinct fails me, I die. Pandora has that very instinct, and it's something that cannot be taught and learned. She always maintained the illusion. She's not like other performers. Indeed, she is not. Pandora. Professional name, I take it. Like Houdini. I would like to ask Pandora, through you as her representative, if she would be interested in a long-term opportunity. What do you have in mind? I'm interested in having her become part of my act. I was thinking she could perform her mentalist act as sort of a prelude to mine. Some basic mind-reading, preferably without asking for alms. And then afterward, I would come on stage and reveal the secrets of how her wonders are performed. The public is very interested in the exposure of the spirit medium. So you want to try and expose her? Humiliate her night after night? Do what your brother was unable to? If Hardeen had wanted to expose and humiliate her, he would have. So why didn't he? Because when she faced him down on that stage, he recognized her talent as a stage performer and decided that she would be more valuable to us with her reputation intact. Rather than devalue her in front of 600 people, he opted to humiliate himself. I should think that the girl owes him a debt of gratitude. <laughs> we owe him nothing. Harry Houdini invites you to his dressing room, apologizes to you, compliments you, offers you an opportunity most illusionists would give their right arms to have. And you respond with contempt. We could guarantee six months of bookings out of the year, and you might mention to her that I'll be returning to Hollywood this summer to make another moving picture. You would, um, be invited to accompany her as her chaperone. Thank you for your hospitality and your offer, but I'm afraid I must decline. We are currently weighing an offer from another individual, one who appreciates Pandora's talents, actually believes in her. Oh, no. You're not going to let her get mixed up with believers, are you? I didn't raise Pandora to perform as a fake. You yourself said she has a talent that can't be taught. That's right. Nor can it be bought. I see. You'd rather sell her on a street corner. Yes, we've been watching you for some time. On whose behalf are you trying to procure her? Your own or someone else's? Procure her? I'm Houdini. On whose behalf but my own would I possibly be asking? A certain blackbird, perhaps? Blackbird. What is that supposed to mean? I'll see myself out. Miss... Rose? One moment, please. The whole seventh daughter business. Considering the blackbird's proclivities, you'll permit me to ask, is this really something you should be involving Pandora in? 
Are you actually concerned about the girl's well-being? Shouldn't someone be? Goodbye, Mr. Houdini. Oh, and I, I do have one favor to ask. Could you see your way to choosing a different song to introduce her act? You see, Asleep in the Deep is, well, it's my song. vision begins to fade, your own senses will gradually return. Return to the warmth and the light of your own reality. The Seventh Daughter is a production of iHeartRadio, written and directed by Brett Wood, recorded and mixed by Rob Gow, featuring Minka Wilts as Rose and Elizabeth Hunter as Pearl. There. You may now open your eyes. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is Sheep Hibbets the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.